What's up, everyone? It's Mike Mooney here with the Steel Studio Podcast. And today I want to talk a little bit about the running back situation on the Pittsburgh Steelers. We know we're going into a season where we probably aren't going to be renewing James Conner's contract. I think everybody expects that James Conner's going to walk based on his cost. He could come back for the vet minimum and potentially be a second um, string back, which I would be okay with. He'd be a solid second string back, but... I think the Steelers really need to address this position this year, as I think most people obviously think the same thing. So whether you think it's the O-line that was the problem um, or the running back, I I think that we obviously have to address both. So speaking to that, um, I don't think there's a lot of free agents out there that are going to be available at an affordable price. Based on our cap space, we're likely going to need to draft a running back. I think that most people know that. There are moves to be made in the free agent market, but I don't think we're going to find our future Pittsburgh Steeler-style running back in the free agent market. So with that being said, I know through February and now we're halfway into March, pretty much, people have been doing a lot of uh, mock drafts and everything, and I've seen kind of two different positions addressed. I've seen the left tackle addressed in mock drafts in round one quite a bit, and I've seen the running back position addressed in round one quite a bit. And I really want to focus on the running back position because I think that would actually be a better first-round draft pick. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with that statement. And I don't, I don't want to say that's the official Steel Studio view either because I know that uh, Rick may disagree with that statement as well. But, um, you know, until we have a, a podcast to go further in depth together with it, um, this, is, this is my perspective. So the reason I say that is is based on the the top backs in available in the draft and I'm going to go in and, and talk about each one. But one key thing I want to talk about here is if we address line early, there's a lot of good linemen in this draft. There are a ton of good linemen in this draft. And we don't need to address linemen necessarily early. Uh we've we've gotten linemen later in drafts in the past and it's been actually like relatively successful for us. So Look what we did last year. We picked up Kevin Dotson. He is a fantastic lineman. He could have started the entire year last year. Um, <clears throat> he came in in our season opener and replaced when he, we Stephen uh, Stephen Wisniewski, who was on our team at that point in time. Um, and you know he's been and, and Wisniewski was replacing uh, DeCastro at that point in time, but he he's he filled the role immediately, and then obviously as we shifted um, with filer injuries and things like that, he came in and he filled the role fantastically all year whenever he was needed, and that's a fourth-round draft pick, and when, what a steal, what a hidden gem, and that right there is what gives me the confidence that the Steelers can address that position, or not, not, not guard, sorry, but you know the O-line, the center position, the left tackle, the right tackle, potentially later in the draft. There's already a ton of linemen available in this draft, and I think that there's room for us to work with that later in the draft. So that's why I want to get into the the running backs more, because I think that we could, in a first or second round pick, get a running back um, and get a good franchise back that's going to stick with us you know, for a few years. <clears throat> so with that being said, I'm going to get right into it. Um, just looking through everything. Uh, <clears throat> the first back I want to talk about is uh, ATN, uh, the running back out of Clemson. So a good, strong back, and I know a lot of people in, in Steelers Nation are like really optimistic about this guy, and um, I'm, I'm not as optimistic about him. 
as a few other backs uh, coming into this this, this draft. Uh, I don't think that we should draft him. Uh, his size concerns me. You know, this is a 5'10", 200-pound back, average size. His projected 40 time is a little faster than some of the other ones. It's, a, it's projected to be a 4.46, so we'll see in the combine. I don't know what the combine's even going to look like this year, but we'll see what that looks like. We'll see if his time improves or not. The guy ran really well in 2020. He, he did show improvements in strength, you know, from year over year, from, from 2019. And his yards after contact were pretty decent. <clears throat> so he was also able to catch out in the open. And, you know, out of the backfield and out in the open, he ran a lot of wheel routes, which is relatively lucrative for them. Um, so this is, uh, like I said, he's out of Clemson. He could be a three-down starter. He's, he's fast and he's explosive. And he's going to be a good starter for a team in the NFL. I don't know if that's the Steelers. But he, he's going to be a good starter for a team in the NFL. Um, he's a good checkdown receiver. Like I said, he can he can catch a, a quick route for a, a good good chunk of yardage gain. Um, he's he's just fast, but he's not a big back. So we see a lot of good running fundamentals, a lot of patience with feet uh, to let the holes develop, and a lot of people liked that when we had Le'Veon Bell, um, and I liked that when we had him too. Uh, because that was his skill set. And so, <clears throat> depending on your, your running scheme, that can be pretty good. Uh, he's not my pick, just because I think there's a better running back available in the draft early on. Um, this would be a good secondary, in my opinion, a good uh, optional pick. You know, if he's available in the second round, I would take him, obviously. Um, Going to be a good running back in the NFL, just not uh, that big, hard-hitting back that I think we're looking for. And in my opinion, I think it's important to have a good-sized back that's big and physical. They don't have to be as fast. He doesn't have to run a four-four-six forty, but you know, give me a four-five-ish, maybe a four-five-five. You know, in, in that <clears throat> middle ground where they're still fast and explosive, but they can hit like Derrick Henry. Okay, um, and I don't know if anybody in this draft is is at that level, obviously yet. Um, but looking at who could be. Okay, so that takes me into the next running back, um, G. Harris out of uh, Alabama, <clears throat> and this is the guy that I personally um, think the Steelers should go for if he's available uh, at, at our <clears throat> first pick potentially. Uh, you know, unless there's a huge playmaker there that we see that really stands out that you know other people have just completely passed on uh, for no reason. I think that this is the guy. I think there's plenty of left tackles available later on. I think we pick up a center in the free agent market. Um, <clears throat> I, I think that we've got a lot to work with with the O-line. And based on veteran availability with this free agent market, I know that I addressed in my last video and I know Rick addressed in Thursday Thoughts, I think that there's going to be quite a bit of <clears throat> mid-level to higher level talent available f- from a veteran's perspective in the 28 to 32 year year old range for a lot cheaper than people are expecting. Um, but to, to get back to Najee Harris, this is the guy in my opinion. He's a little taller for running back. He's 6'2", but he weighs 230, which I think is an important piece because none of the other backs really weigh that much in this draft. Um, he he played for the Crimson Tide, obviously, and he, he showed um, improved receiving ability this year, com- this past year, compared to the years prior. Uh, <clears throat> This year also proved that he could be, you know, a successful third, three down back in the NFL. I I think there's there's no doubt he's going to be able to start in the NFL and at least be impactful. 
Um, his his skill set's pretty good, and it's just continued to improve through his collegiate career. Uh, but in my opinion, what stands out for him is just he has this excellent combination of size and speed, and that's what I really like. He has the ability to just run over tacklers, and that's important because if holes don't develop in your O-line, because your O-line isn't as good as it... <clears throat> you know, once was or potentially could be, just depending on who we have left after free agency and where we sit, you know, maybe our O-line isn't isn't as strong as it once was, obviously. And so it's important to have a running back that can just physically just run people over, right? You know, it's nice to have a running back who can be patient and wait for holes to open, but what if those holes don't come? You know, and you can't be dependent on running towards one side. So to give you an example... And I, I love this player that I'm about to call out, but let's talk about um, Al, Alvin Villanueva. Let's say somehow he stayed on, right? I, I don't personally think he's going to get a big lucrative contract like people people think he is. So let's say he stayed on. The guy is a fantastic pass blocker. Terrible run blocker, in my opinion. <clears throat> and that's okay. But you can't wait for holes to develop with a guy like that because the hole is immediately available because he kicks the outside and then it's gone. So that gets plugged relatively quickly by defenses. That would either require the use of a fullback, which I don't see Steelers heavily using. We just don't. Even with Watt on the team, we just we just don't do it. I don't know why. I really like using a fullback. I like the I formation. Um, <clears throat> that would require a use of a fullback or you know replacing the left tackle for somebody who doesn't kick out immediately every time. Um, and and. You know, obviously, we just we don't know what our O-line is going to look like next year, which is why I think this is an important pick. So you can set what your O-line looks like right off the bat by picking somebody different in the first round. But based on the depth of the O-line in this draft, I really think that this is the pick for us. So, <clears throat> Najee Harris, like I said, he's 6'2", weighs 230. Um, his projected 40 time is, a, you know, a 4.53-ish, which I liked. They, they think he's going to go in the first or second round. He's a natural runner. Um, he, he bounces off defenders. Uh, <clears throat> he's got some weaknesses. He doesn't he doesn't uh, check down as much uh, as, as ATN. But the guy is quick and he's powerful, and that's really, really important. We want to get him in the open field and just let him run over DBs. You, you just got to get him past that first level of defenders, and this guy's gone. And that's what he did in college. And this guy, you know, is immediately going to be a starter in the NFL. Wherever he goes. Let's, I mean, in my opinion, I just want it to be the Steelers. So, good good vision, a decent patience, um, and, and he runs downhill, which is important. So, um, <clears throat> the next running back is uh, Javante, Javante Williams out of uh, North Carolina. So, this guy's a good good player, too. He's not as big as Najee Harris. He's, he's 5'10", 220, but same speed. Same estimated speed, I should say. We don't know what the combine situation, but he's. Uh, they think he's going to run a, a forty and four five three. So another running back they think is going to go pretty soon, uh, first or second round. I think he'll be a second round pick. And you know, depending on our picks, depending on what we do, you know, depending on what we do in in the first round. As I think about this, th- this wouldn't be a bad one to grab. Definitely, if he was still available in the third, I would take this running back. Um, <clears throat> he, he played for the Tar Heels, obviously. He, he's fast, he's powerful, 
Um, again, somebody who could have three down starting potential in the NFL. I don't know if that's a guarantee. He could be a, a swap in and out. Um, some things, some people say this guy could be the first running back drafted in the draft. Maybe they're seeing things that we aren't. Um, I just, with the Tar Heels schedule, it's just not as powerful as the previous two, right? So, even Clemson doesn't have that, that hard of a schedule, you know? The SEC with Alabama is so competitive um, compared to the Tar Heels. I just don't think their schedule is that, that competitive. So, maybe this guy just hasn't faced people that are that difficult. And he didn't completely dominate. Um, but, you know, anyways, this this guy's physical. He's, he, he people say, they describe him as an engine, um, which I think that sounds like a good thing, you know. Uh, he, he can overwhelm a defense, which is important. Um, he's powerful. He's got a good size and a good good style, um, which a lot of teams look for. I don't I don't personally care about, you know, that stuff. You know, to me, it's does, does this person get the job done or not. Um, <clears throat> so what seems to be the case, though, is that people really struggle to bring him down at the second level. Uh, you know, you're, you're seeing a lot of people. I think this is where they get the, the engine description from because you're seeing a lot of people that need to jump on him and, and gain on him and pursue him. And so you're, you're requiring three or four defenders to bring him down, which is fantastic. Again, it's a, a good running back for a team that doesn't have as good of an O-line. Somebody who can get to that second level, who can get a guaranteed four to five yards per carry. You know, we're not getting th- two to three yards a carry if something goes wrong. This is somebody who guarantees to get you at least into that level and can hold off a couple people. So, <clears throat> another good running back here. Uh, he's really good in short yardage and goal line situations. Uh, and obviously, you know, what we saw in 2020 from a collegiate perspective, his, his total touchdowns obviously showed that, right? So, another good back here. Um, one that I would pass on to get in a G. Harris, but otherwise would him or ATN would be my, my next... My next... Uh, pick, you know, <clears throat> it just depends on what the Steelers are going to do with free agency before the draft. Um, so to get into the next one, though, Kenny Gainwell is a running back out of Memphis. I have the same concerns in terms of schedule. Uh, <clears throat> maybe that doesn't matter. So he is uh, 5'11", 191 pounds, faster back. He runs his 40 in uh, 4.47 seconds. This is Somebody they think is going to go a little bit later <clears throat> because of his 2020 situation, which I'm going to address. This is somebody they think is going to go maybe third or fourth round, and I'm still I'm surprised about that being actually that high. This is a smaller back in terms of weight. He's a little bit taller than some. 5'11", I guess mid-sized in terms of height. Unfortunately, <clears throat> he had a rough 2020. He lost uh, four members of his family to COVID-19, which... Uh, that's hard, obviously. That's that's really difficult. <clears throat> and um, so, obviously, he, he then was impacted significantly, and he decided to uh, sit out the 2020 season. So, from a statistics perspective, it's not a lot to, to look at, but um, he did not opt back in at all at any point in time, um, you know, for the future. So, now he's beginning to prepare for the draft instead. So to, to talk about his statistics from a 2019 perspective, um, people describe him as electric, which I know a lot of people in the NFL love that word electric. And I don't know if that's better than engine or not. I don't know, but he's he's a fast he's a fast guy. And in college, it's different. 
it's hard to measure these stats because you know a lot of these defensive linemen just don't. I don't. They just let people right through. Um, so this guy averaged 6.3 yards per carry, which is nothing to scoff at. You know, he had 1459 yards for 13 touchdowns. Um, sorry, 1459. I was gonna say 50, almost 1500, but anyways, he was he was a strong receiver uh, as well. He, he had a little over 600 yards receiving, 51 receptions, and he had three touchdowns through the air as well, which, which is is good. So he's fast and he's explosive. Like I said, he's electric. He's he's definitely gonna be a threat. I don't think he's a a three down back, maybe a third down back, um, in terms of passing or run option, depending. You know, just depends on the scheme he goes with. But I I see him going to an NFC team. I see him going to somebody um, who's looking for a little bit more of a hybrid game. He could get a little bit stronger for the NFL. Maybe he is. We don't know what he looks like, right? We haven't seen him since 2019. Um, but he's young and he's got plenty of time. So, you know, I, I still expect somebody to pick him up in the middle of the draft. Uh, I wouldn't mind him being on the Steelers. But to me, this guy reminds me a lot of Anthony McFarland, And I'm not the biggest McFarland fan after last year's kind of disappointing performance. Um, so we'll see what happens with, with Kenny. Uh, but I, I think that's a pass for the Steelers uh, right now unless he's available way later in the draft. And, you know, we've filled all of our other needs. Uh, the next one, and I hope I hope I'm not butchering any names here. This is Kylan Hill. He's a running back out of uh, Mississippi State, so another decent sized back, a little bit more towards the middle again. He's 5'11", 215 pounds. Uh, Forty time that they estimate is going to be about 4.52 ish. They think he's going to go in the third to fourth round, and <clears throat> I'm inclined to agree. So he looked really, really good in the season opener for Mississippi State. Um, he's got a lot. A lot of a, a receiving ability, and that that actually led to an upset over LSU in their their opener. And so people forget about that because that was at the beginning of the season. But that's that's important to remember, I think. And this is this is a decent back, and that that I don't know that that brought a lot of uh, light to him. So he, he's also a good run blocker, and I'm sorry, a good pass block <laughs> run block. He's a running back. He's a good pass blocker, um, and th- that's really really important, obviously. You don't see a lot of that. You see a lot of these guys, they just want to run the ball, otherwise they don't give a shit. And um, I don't know, that's important. His his downside, though, is he obviously he was suspended over a locker room incident uh, and sat the rest of the season through 2021. Um, and so we don't, again, we don't know what the heck's going to happen, what it's going to look like. I think from a Steelers perspective, the last thing we need is another locker room person. You know, we've had these these guys that have gotten their fair share of attention and now they're no longer with the team, and we don't want that shit anymore. And so um, <clears throat> I think it would be a pass, but I do think wherever he ends up, if he fixes his attitude scenario and he's good to go, I mean, this guy could be dominant in the NFL. I do think this could be a really good running back if he head down a good path put his head down, you know, in the off season here and worked his ass off. This could be a good really good running back in the NFL. But <clears throat> to move forward now, I want to talk about a little bit about Trey Sermon, the running back out of Ohio State. Uh, six foot guy, two twenty one, uh, a little bit slower. They think he's gonna run his forty around four six ish. Uh, that's probably why he dropped a little bit in the draft. <clears throat> um, he also split carries, so I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it, obviously. But he split carries last year with, with Master Teague, and it just didn't. Uh, you know what I mean? That that hurts your drafting ability. Uh, probably a fourth to fifth round pick, I think. Maybe maybe third, depending on 
who's feeling opportunistic on the guy. Ohio State's a decent team, obviously. So, uh, but he, like I said, he split carries with Master Teague in a lot of the games in 2020. But he he did come through with a really strong game against Northwestern, and that that obviously led Ohio State to a tough win. Um, that was when they couldn't pass. They they could not pass that game at all. And he, he from there on out, then finished 2020 pretty well. Uh, he ran hard, and he, he showed some, some power moves to, to pick up yards after contact. And I think that he did a pretty good job. Nothing that stood out, uh, you know, nothing drastic that stood out compared to some of the other running backs. But I don't know. I think it's a, a decent back, somebody who I would be happy to take on the Steelers Again, if a few other things didn't pan out, I expect him to be a rotational back in the NFL as well. Um, I could eat my words with that one. You know, this guy has proven a lot of people wrong time and time again. Um, But, you know, from what I've seen, I expect him to be a rotational back. Uh, And lastly, I'm going to finish up with Larry Roundtree. Um, You know, there's other backs in in this draft that are good and everything, but these are the ones that I wanted to address uh, this is a running back out of Missouri, so if you guys don't know anything about Larry uh, Roundtree, you, you, it's crazy because the, like some of these guys, they don't talk about it at all, you know. And and this may be one of them. You know, I've heard a couple couple analysts mention some things about him, but there's not a lot. <clears throat> In my opinion, though, this is somebody who should be higher. They expect him to be a fourth round pick, um, and you know he's he's average size, average speed. But the guy had an impressive uh, senior bowl, and to me, that's, I don't know, that's important. You're playing against other good players, and I think that this guy really could become a starting back in the NFL. Uh, he's 5'10", 210 pounds. He's going to run a four five forty, they think, depending on, again, the combine situation. But I think he's a sleeper. I think he's a sleeper. Everyone says fourth round for this guy. Um, <clears throat> he's a tough runner, though. Uh People say he was dependent more on the the O line than he should have been, and I don't know. I, I think he's a good value pick, and I would be very happy if the Steelers took him, you know, fourth or fifth round. I would be very happy with it, and I, I think the Larry Roundtree could potentially be a starter in the NFL. Um, if you haven't seen this guy's clips, check him out. Um, they're all over the internet, but I, I think he's better than a lot of analysts are saying. And you know, maybe other maybe teams are going to pick up on that, and he's going to go a little bit higher. Um, so we'll see. Uh, average size, average speed in terms of running backs in the draft, but uh, I don't know. You know, undervalued. I will say Missouri's schedule isn't that tough. That's another another caveat. But uh, you know, you never know. He he was a little bit more dependent on his team than people people liked. He was dependent on that O line. Um, but I think overall this is a good player, and I think he's better than some of the previous ones I've actually mentioned. So you you just never know where he's gonna like land. So another wild card in the draft that could turn out to be a hidden gem. Um, but that's all I've got in terms of the running back situation. Like I said, my my preference would be Najee Harris, and I know a lot of other people have said the same thing. I know a lot of Steelers-driven analysts have said how stupid that is. I know other ones have said that that's a great idea. Uh, my thing is if he's available, the guy's a winner. Uh, pick him up, bring him to the Steelers, and, you know, we, we need that we just need to get that winning mentality back. I feel like we lost that that Steelers vibe in recent history, you know, in the past few years. I feel like we lost that we're badass winners vibe. And I think a big strong running back will bring will help bring that back. I don't think completely, but will help bring that back. We need that Steelers chip on our shoulder. This is the Pittsburgh freaking Steelers, man. This isn't like we're not I don't want to get into that game where everyone else is doing this hybrid quick do this, quick do that 
quick running back to the side, quick run option, fast running back. And you know what I mean? It just seems like seven-on-seven football at that point. You know, we need to be Steelers smash-mouth football, get in the eye formation, and get this big-ass dude down there and run him down everybody's throats until they choke on it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like get this guy out there. Get, get one of these bigger backs out there and just kick some ass. And I think that this could be somebody who, you know, in divisional football stands out and steps up. And for us, that's important, obviously, is our division because we're competitive. Um... The Browns are becoming more competitive. I think that everyone's sleeping on the Bengals. I think they're going to be way more competitive with uh, Joe Burrow. <clears throat> we already saw it a little bit, right? Um, I think the Ravens are going to drop a little, but the Ravens are the Ravens. You, they're always competitive. Even when they had a couple losing seasons a few years back, uh, they were still competitive. So we'll see what happens here, but I think this is somebody who carries us through that for a couple years here and becomes you know, a leader on the Steelers. I know running backs, people say, you know, they come and go so easily. But in my opinion, I think it's time that we invest in a good one again. uh, Because we saw what happened without super strong running back talent. And that's no diss to James Conner. I think that he's an excellent player. I'd be happy to retain him for the right price. I don't know what that price looks like. I'm not... I'm not super smart when it comes to the salary cap, <laughs> but I think that uh, I think that th- this would be a good pickup. So, um, really, any of these guys, I'd be happy to take on the Steelers. But I think that that's my priority. Um, but like I said, that's my my recap on the, you know, on my take on the running backs that are in this draft. We're gonna talk more and more about each position. We're gonna talk about them from a Steelers perspective and just you know an NFL perspective on. Who's this guy? What's his stats, etc. Um, so expect that stuff to come out here in the next few weeks as we get closer and closer to the draft. Um, but that's all I've got for you today, Steelers Nation. Uh, go Steelers! We love you all. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. We're on Spotify. Obviously, YouTube. You know, every every major platform. Um, and that's it. Have a great day. <laughs>